Welcome to Crystal Tower Radio, a Final Fantasy XIV podcast, episode one. We're back? Question mark? Back? This back. is episode one. How can we be back? Well, I mean, that's, I guess that is up for uh, interpretation, depending on whether or not some people remember us. Who's us? Us? Uh, I'm Matt. I go by Marley Sheehan on XCal. Oh, hi. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? That's, that's a very I good question. We do this bit. <laughs> oh, or, oh, bits go on forever. Welcome to bits. Bits are uh, happening. I don't know. That's a good question. I think I think I'm someone on on Excalibur. I play as Calera Smith. A currently, uh, it's Makote. No, it, yeah, it's Makote. Suddenly, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, first, I, I know I've race changed a few times, but then I was like all of a sudden like thinking of eleven terms, and I suddenly started getting confused. I'm like, me, 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 what, me, me, co, cote. So, yeah, it took me a minute to be like, wait, you're mixing up your games, Kala. So, yes, I am Calera Smith. Um, I guess. Yeah, you I don't know what well. else to say. I don't know. Well, I'm Claude, and I play Claude Thompson on Excalibur. You do, Jack. Jack, this is where you come in and you. You say didn't. Who you didn't are. say. You didn't say what you play though. Oh, I main warrior. No, you're Mikote. Oh well, well yeah, Mikote for now. Man bun coming. Uh, I am Jack, and I also play Jack Thompson on Excalibur, and I also play a Mikote Dark Knight. Also, one of the resident raiders here on yes. the podcast. He's our he's our hardcore boy right now. I am the hardcore boy right he, now. He's super hardcore. He's our edgy hardcore boy. Mm, I wouldn't know anything about time. it. Shut up. <laughs> Who me? Also, yeah, ra raids. She tries to sleep, slip it in. You know. Huh? Who? You. You also raid. You. You raid do. with Jack. I do. Yes. How long are we going to do this bit? <laughs> uh, so, welcome. We are a Final Fantasy fourteen podcast. A bunch of random topics going on here. Catch you guys up with news. And just kind of just chat. Have a conversation about what's going on in the game. Ooh, so what have you guys been up to in the game lately? Oh, well... I don't have all my jobs up to 80 like, you know, all the tryhards do. So that's what I've been in the process of doing is trying to be also be a tryhard. I'm currently on Ninja. Um, I just finished Red Mage, which I actually found out was a lot more boring than I thought it was. And um, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now is is doing that. I'm also dabbling in Blue Mage right now, but that's also had the brakes hit on it re recently. So yeah, so leveling is what I'm doing. How about you, Matt? Yeah, I'm kind of like doing the same thing, just learning a bunch of new jobs. Um, after the last uh, near raid came around, I was just like, I'm going to start leveling up a bunch of stuff. So I leveled up Ninja to 80, uh, leveled up 
uh, what else did I level up to 80 recently? Um, Paladin, I finally got, or no, Dark Knight, I got up to 80, which I've actually been enjoying quite a bit. And also currently working on Summoner. So I'm just pushing all the buttons and seeing a bunch of damage go out. What is this uh, sudden push for you two for uh, leveling other jobs? For me, it's like uh, I got the Mifa's earrings, but I mean, that doesn't really matter because I already had the ones from uh, Shadowbringers. So I just, I'm like finding stuff to do in game and just kind of giving all these other jobs a try because for the longest time, like, you know, I picked up Machinist and was just mowing through stuff with it and I was like, I'm getting kind of bored of it. So just trying out the other jobs finally. I mean, lately I haven't had a lot of time to play other games outside of 14 as well, so just making the most of my time within the game i think for me um i don't think that uh i, I just think that i got i hit the point where um so i main warrior and i i'm i've main warrior since beta and launch and of realm reborn and there's like there's straight up jobs that i have not touched i think archer is seven i think monk is 13 um and paladin gladiator is at like 20 something i think so there's just straight up jobs that i just haven't played and i decided that i wanted to see if there was uh a play style or like a job that maybe i would enjoy as much as i do warrior and you know machinist is one that i really latched onto and i really enjoy uh samurai is also like a lot of fun um but it's been nice to kind of like play black mage and kind of like see what that job is like and i also think that being a tank um understanding the responsibilities of other jobs and the kind of the stuff that they have to go through in order to make their job work um i think makes me a better tank overall um so i think that's also a motivating factor for me is cuz obviously i want to try and be the best tank that i can be um so knowing what other people have to do with their jobs i think will help that's a very fair point I, um cuz i don't feel comfortable being a tank or a healer or anything really so when i go into do things as either a tank um or a healer mostly tank um it it does kind of make me think okay i know i need to keep this still as much as possible or recentering it appropriately and um so that it's not clipping against the wall and making it hard for certain melee DPS to do what they need to do in order to maximize their DPS. It It's also really kind of stressful. It's like, oh shit, am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? Am I, how am I still alive? Um, yeah, well, <laughs> but at the same time, I've learned a lot of like, there's there's things that I've learned, especially about your favorite job, Black Mage, um, that <laughs> that makes me like uh, maybe not enjoy them as much. For instance, with Black Mage, if I was like going for, like from fight to fight in a dungeon, my effort level was bottom tier, trash level. Like if they're like doing like a couple pulls, I'd be like, yeah, here's some fire twos. 
and you know stuff like that like i wouldn't care because the time it would get me to like you know do my rotation and get up to fire four like everything would be dead and it's like okay well i'm just not gonna try on trash pulls and then i'll just wait till we get to the boss <laughs> and then the whole like standing and like taking attacks to the face i totally understand that now because when i'm sitting there like doing casting on black mage i'm like I'm, i don't care if this kills me it kills me i don't care i'm gonna get this out you just hit a zone well, mostly just because like I I want to see the combo progress. Like I was I was like I need to get to fire four so I can do my explosions and then get that off and then I gotta go back to ice and get that back up so that I can go back you know get my umbral heart so I can do more explosions and you know I want that to keep progressing and anything that gets in the way of that I get annoyed by so it's just like why am I why I'm not even gonna bother moving I'm just gonna stay right here and I'm gonna shoot my splody splodes and then and you know you all can deal with the rest. Healers adjust as you would say. Right. Yes. But at the same time, um, Red Mage turned out to be so I tried Red Mage briefly in Shadow in uh, Stormblood. Um and then enjoyed what I had played for the most part. I think I had gotten the job to seventy and then I didn't touch it. But uh it turns out like they didn't make it to me anyway, somebody who maybe plays it more often probably would uh have a different opinion about this, but it feels like they didn't make a whole lot of changes to the job. And so it feels so at 80, it's a less interesting job to me than Black Mage was because there wasn't any meaningful additions to the rotation or anything that necessitated I stop. I, yo, I changed what I was doing. Everything from 70 to 80, everything that they added just was just like it, it was like another thing that they just added to the combo you were already doing. So, like at the end of the combo, what it's like, uh, What's that final attack that spawns at the end of that, Kala? Scatter. I can't remember. All I know is that it lights up and I'm supposed to hit the button. Exactly. Exactly. It just <laughs> it, it triggers a proc and you just push the proc and you move on. There was nothing like that that fundamentally changed about the Red Mage job. Like they didn't, you know, the the really cool dynamic about Red Mage is like the dashing in and doing the melee attacks and then jumping back out and then doing for flare or for holy and then so that that aspect, but they didn't like change anything there, or they didn't add anything kind of to that mix to make that more interesting, like you know, a reason to stay in longer or a reason to jump out sooner or you know anything like that that I think like dynamically changed or dynamically made it more interesting uh, to play from seventy to eighty. It just felt like roughly the same job from that standpoint. Well, they did give you the one tool that keeps you from jumping out to end a combo so that way you don't you know <laughs> dragoon it. Right, but that's to stop people from f***ing it up. Oh, God, excuse me. We got to deploy the beeps already. Uh, but that's just to stop people from goofing it up <laughs> before, uh, you know, like they were before. Because you're like, well, the only way I can activate this is I have to backflip. So you either have to, like, intentionally run forward, then backflip onto the platform. Or you're just backflipping off of the platform and you're going to die. I think that's what happened a ton in Omega. So... You know, like so that it was almost a requirement that they give you a way to not have to backflip. Fair enough. I because oh, yeah. I was the one that goofed up. No, I'm not mad. No. Okay. I'm I'm thinking more of just the red mage flippies and <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, no, it, I mean, like, I have many different feelings about it. But Jack, what about you? What have you been doing in game? Uh, I've been raid logging pretty much. I've done almost like not everything I wanted to do because right now I'm doing Eureka to get the armor fending. Mm -hmm. 
but like I've gotten all of the uh, trial mounts, so those are done. And then I've I've already got all my jobs to eighty, so I don't have to do that anymore. Thank God. Honestly, there isn't really a whole lot for me to do other than like farm mounts. Maybe I am doing uh my crafters and gatherers finally by doing the beast tribe quests. So that's kind of what I'm what I've been up to, but not really a whole lot. I actually kind of taking like a pseudo break from the game, like really delving into it. But you are tackling currently uwu. Yes, I am currently tackling uwu with uh Calahir. and um, it is very difficult. It is a very difficult fight, and not really the hardest ultimate either. Because I knew Ukob and T are, are not much harder, but they're definitely harder. Um, but it's fun. I'm having a lot of fun. Well, I guess my perspective is different. Maybe it is hard. I don't know. Like right now, it just feels like just trying to learn the mechanics of it. So I said, yeah. So I said uh, with a couple of my friends earlier. The hardest part about Ultimate is do you have the mental fortitude to keep pushing through those same mechanics of that fight every single time? Because yes. I think it's a little different than Savage where it's just one boss. You have to fight multiple bosses. So I feel like and the, the way we have to do it, especially I think it's the way everybody does in Ultimate, but like if you mess up one mechanic, you have to completely wipe and start all over. So it's I think it's like the hardest part is do you have the mental fortitude to keep pushing through the entire time? And when you don't, you take a break and go do the summer event. Yes, and you get the polar bear. Yes, and go get your polar bear. And you go get your polar Although bear. I am kind of bummed that this year they didn't uh, throw in the giant wall again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking. Yeah. yeah, that is a little sad. Give me back my pseudo ninja warrior stuff. But I guess if you really wanted it, you could just go do that over in the gold saucer. And you also have uh, Kugane too, because the other Kugane jumping puzzle as well. Yeah. I f oh, man, I forgot about that actually being a jumping puzzle, too. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, that jumping puzzle is actually just kind of stupid at night, because you can barely see anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you have you have done it? Is there, is there an achievement for doing it at night? No, there's nothing. You get absolutely nothing. <laughs> there's. I, I don't even think there's, like, a, a uh, one of the sightseeing points. I don't even think there's one up there. I think it's literally just take a picture, and that's it. No, I'm fairly certain there's a sightseeing point there. Okay, there probably is one there. I was probably thinking, like, I know the summer one didn't have one, obviously, because it doesn't show up, but. Have you done it? The summer one? Or the Kugane one? The Kugane one. Uh, I think I did. I think I cheesed it, though, because you can just use Blue Mage and kill yourself, and then somebody can raise you. Oh. Yeah. Son of yeah. a bitch. Oh, Matt, there's, there's a bleep. No, that, that word's okay. We're safe. I did my research. Uh, oh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> so in addition to the summer event that's currently underway, we also got the Rising next week, which is, you know, the annual Final Fantasy kind of just 14 event. The celebration of the game existing. Yeah. Is, that, is that the one where Yoshi P usually has the meshes at the end? Yes. Like and it's one. always, always so heartwarming. It's very heartwarming. So special. I always feel like he's like actually talking to me. Literally, just done the right to you. What? I don't think I've ever done it. What? Serious? Are you kidding? I should specify that I haven't done a whole lot of events. I think I maybe did like a Halloween event one year. Oh, um, man. The crossover events I kind of did, like the uh, uh, 
the yokai watch one i really phoned in um but like the 15 and 13 events i did but like um i haven't really done like the summer event the rising the christmas events the valentine's little ladies day yeah, like I haven't done like any of those. <laughs> oh, man, you missed out on so much free stuff. Yeah, that yeah you, you, got, have you missed to just out on buy like, on the shop now. Yeah, you missed like a lot of mounts. It was a snowman mount. Yeah, you don't I have the snowman mount. I don't. Think I am I more shocked that you. I am just more shocked that you haven't done the previous rising events because because one of them was just was just so cool because you got to go into um, basically. Uh, an in-game version of, I guess, what would be their office, mm -hmm. and people, you know, doing things in fourteen that they probably are doing in real life. And I thought that was like just really neat. And people oh, were talking about cool. like, it, and it was really cool. And you know, I think it was the thirteenth floor. Was it the thirteenth floor or the fourteenth floor? I think it was the fourteenth floor. But yeah, yeah make sure you floor. give it a, give it a look this year, Claude. I, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna have like to it. give it a look this year. Yeah, they don't take very long either. They take like maybe 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, people keep telling me that. They're always like, hey, it's really quick. And I was like, eh, <laughs> I could be doing other stuff. And I don't okay. do that other stuff either. We just see who loves the game more. It's fine. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited. But I mean, with the more recent uh, Moonfire Fair, I was kind of... I, I mean... I hate to use the word disappointed, but I guess surprised. Underwhelmed? Yeah, it was really un underwhelming. I often they have like the 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 jumping puzzle and mm -hmm. and other things. It just it just felt like oh oh okay, and that was it, and you were done. And yeah, I don't. I, I usually look forward to it and and looking forward to seeing all, a whole bunch of people on the beach and and doing crazy things and not so much this year. Uh, honestly, it just felt like they're crunched for time. Because... Yes, and 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 yeah, that's that's why I I feel awkward saying disappointed because I know and Walker is practically around the corner. So yep. please give me job trailer, please. I need it. Three, three whole months around the corner, I, but I yes, around the corner. Hey, man, yes. I... From, like, when, when did we see it? It was, like, April, right? When we saw the full job trailer? I mean, it's already August. So, like... <laughs> I mean, we blink, and it's gonna be November. Oh, yeah, I'm so ready. I... I nothing... There's... Gosh, there's, like, nothing that's going... That, that, that beats that expansion just story blitz just cut just story 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 especially since we know that we're getting the completion of the story in the x-pac itself the the entirety of the x-pac is going to be the conclusion of that story so just knowing that is just going to make me like just sizzle through it i mean it's gonna i I'm just entirely excited to be done with the Ashians. I am like I love everything about Shadowbringers, and I loved I've loved every single story of Final Fantasy except for maybe like Stormblood. But I am so tired of like every big thing, and I'm so like Eden. I was so excited for Eden. Eden was so exciting, and then they're like, "It's an Ashian." I'm like, "Great, can't wait!" <laughs> Surprise! Yeah. 
let's say we're almost out of seats. So uh, yeah, I think I think that does have to wrap up very yes. soon. Thank yes. God. Yes, it does. I I feel kind of it's bittersweet, you know, like because it's started way in the beginning and now here we are and it's like whoa kind of crazy to think like i'm sure new players i have it very fresh in their mind but like for us because i started in 2015 when i was a junior in high school and i <laughs> still remember it i was level it's like level 20 quest in old daw and you fight a masked man and you get a crystal and that's like how it all starts and it's crazy to think how long ago that was for um, me, I, for me, is how long it was, Matt. No, no, I think you're right, but I think... No, you're right. I'm, the thing that I'm looking forward to the most is... Or the, the thing that I take away from that is it's going to be really cool to see what the team does now that they're... Now that they finally... They finally break the shackles of everything from 1.0. Like, basically, that this is what this is, is that this is the complete end of everything from beginning to end. Now, you could argue that the, the ending of the the coil of Bahamut was you know was the ending of, of everything left behind in 1.0 but I think that um I, I think that being able to start completely fresh with a narrative all their own with you know very little ties to everything that came before um I'm very very excited to see where they go after that I'm so extremely excited obviously to see Endwalker from beginning to end. I, I cannot wait to see how they wrap everything up, what they come up with this for finale. I can't wait to fight Anima until my eyes bleed. Um, but like what comes after Endwalker, I'm almost more excited for. Yeah, definitely to see where is the story going to go. One of the thoughts that have, have been in my mind is are we going to see something similar to what has happened on the first um with just the overwhelming amount of of light that has happened because they had vanquished all those enemies and and everything and i know that we know of it and we're mindful of it but it's not stopping us from curb stomping everything well, yeah, because the alternative is just to let everything curb stomp, you know, people. Yes, exactly. I think that I think that that's part of. I think that that that's, um, part of it in Shadowbringers and what happened on the first with the flood, was that they couldn't stop. Like they couldn't just like stop helping people. Um, you know, maybe <laughs> it sounds terrible, but if you're like, maybe they pick their battles and they're like, maybe you don't defeat all the villains, you know, let those robbers, you know, kill that family and take their stuff. But, um, you know, like they couldn't stop helping people. Now, it was obviously the Ashians plan that they do that and they fed into it leading into the leading to the Sin Eaters. So that there was that direct manipulation that led to the flood. We don't know that in a vacuum that still happens because the Ashians were still making it move in that direction. Yes. But 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 that's the you know that's the hero's conundrum. That's that's the kind of the question that was posed about when you do you know uh you you can't not help people. You can't you know if then you're not a good guy anymore, you know what I mean? Um you know Almost, almost a, a fun twist on the trope of you know you either die here or you live longest long enough to see yourself becoming the villain, you know. 
not from a sense of they turned evil, but that they were perceived as evil at that point because they had led to, you know, the world almost being destroyed. Them being the heroes of light in the first. Yes. Well, I I mean, there's also the possibility of, are we going to then get just an expansion focused enemy, you know, going forward? Or are we going to have another huge arc that will take several expansions to kind of explore and and go over i i am kind of curious to see what is going to happen and where the story is going to take us i'm curious as well i mean i don't want it to be another 10-year arc just because that felt like just i don't know it feels like it's been going on for so long and wanted to move on past everything that has been happening but at the same time i am super excited to see it finally come to an end Yes. I mean, it, it's been a really long, long journey. Like I, I built a new computer when 1.0 came out and have just been steadily updating it you to keep up. one when 1.0 came out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did need one when 1.0 came out. And now, now I'm ready to... My old war machine is like ready to move on as well. We've, we've definitely seen the effects of a story going on too long, i.e. wow. Wow, is suffering from those effects because they can't help themselves. Yeah, at the very least, like the the team at fourteen seems to be competent in wrapping up a story and yes. not dragging out specific threads any more than like previously. Like I think they honest, got over themselves. Yeah, and and uh, to be honest, I think that that uh, this is gonna this isn't gonna sound super great, you know, especially when I said I'm excited about it. But to be honest, um, Endwalker feels the the story in endwalker the fact that we have to take this conclusion of the story feels like that they're being forced to it feels like shadowbringers is the story that they wanted to do and they were hoping that they it it, it you know maybe from the con, uh, original conceptual standpoint maybe that was where they wanted the ending to be cuz to the edge obviously the the fight in the sea of sacrifice really does feel like a concrete ending um, at least to me, but it feels like there's still too many loose ends that they felt forced to have to fit into the, the expansion of Endwalker um, in order to conclude everything. You know what I mean? Like wrap everything up, make sure there's no more you know loose ends from that, that perspective. Um, so I think that they're aware that this is too long from arc beginning to arc end. But I also think that having an overarching arc, so maybe, you know, a two expansion arc or a three expansion arc or something like that, um it it allows you to do macro and micro storytelling and i think that that really lends itself um for instance you know everybody's favorite you know cinematic universe the marvel cinematic universe um i think does this really well i think when you have a macro a macro threat like thanos you did in you know up up through phase 4 but then having the micro threats underneath I think that allowed you to weave really interesting stories in between the major narrative because, you know, the, you create the writing difficulty of something having to be like, okay, well, then how does this fit into the greater narrative? There, that is a difficulty that you self-impose. But at the same time, you really um, – it feeds into the audience of trying – like they're, they're trying to figure out, oh, well, how does this play into the major narrative? And they try to pick apart every little thing. And that – when you give people incentive to do that, that makes them more invested in the narrative. Um, 
so I, I do think that they're I think that they would be better served to have a multiple expansion arc rather than keeping every expansion self-contained. I hope that they don't do that. I hope that they create a overarching arc to guide them through the next couple expansions. Two or three. Yeah, I think just tightening it up just a little bit would be fine. I mean, like, the Asians have been a sort of macro to the Heidelin macro, and then we've got all these kind of, you know, sub-threads in between there. And hopefully, like, going to the moon and everything else that happens there dovetails into a new big bad. Because, I mean, technically, this is supposed to be the end of the Heidelin Zodiac arc. So we'll see. I mean, three months away. Three months away. It feels so close and yet so far. We're going like to pilot watch, them. I can watch that trailer over and over. We're going to pilot them like robots and they're going to fight each other. God, no. That's just what it's going to be. Just a big mecha fight at the end. Yep. God, no. Please don't say that. They were, they were setting <laughs> that, would that be... up. That was, the whole, that was the whole, what, Sapphire fight? That was she all was for the final fight of Endwalker. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> they have they have weird legs that don't look that don't look right. Oh, awful! Both of you are just the worst. So speaking of, um, wow, how is everybody enjoying all the new players? Because I know you guys have been doing like leveling roulettes and stuff. There have this has not been without some speed bumps. Um, queue times obviously have been much longer, but not, not by a significant degree, but they are, they do exist. Um, mechanics behaviors haven't been, there's been a slight, I would say, not decline, but a shift in behaviors. Like one thing I've noticed a lot of when playing, and this is also driving poor Rayo up the wall, is that uh, tanks will like half turn stuff. Ah! So, so, so things will be so you, a tank will run up to a boss and then just turn it 90 uh, degrees I, yeah. I'm so triggered oh no oh, but, but oh that, that is... makes so much sense because that's what you would do in wow oh gross oh, uh, I, you know what I uh, and this okay. isn't and this isn't a knock against him but I've, I've watched like a lot of Asmund streams lately and he like I've seen him do that as a tanking style as well so I can't help but wonder if like a lot of the people that play as a result of him or are friends of his have also kind of picked up his behaviors in game. Uh, so I can I can say for sure since I've been I think I'm the only one that's been playing retail war recently. Wow players are spazzes. The combat is so much quicker, especially with the added stat of haste mm -hmm. and like abilities increasing your haste. That the, that the combat is just so quick. You honestly feel like it doesn't do anything. It doesn't. It literally doesn't do anything. But, like, you just feel like you have to move around. And, like, people are just... Excuse me. People are just spazzes. And... And honestly, with... I did the new raid, and a lot of, like, mechanics, you have to move the boss constantly. Like, the boss has to be constantly moving, because it's either an AoE under it, or you have to bring it to a certain position to do stuff. And it's... The way I can describe it is, when you're raiding in WoW... It's more like a fast game of checkers where raiding in Final Fantasy is like a slow game of chess. Now, obviously, you can play chess fast, but my point is that it just feels a lot more slow, but exact in Final Fantasy. Yeah, and Yoshi P has even made this point. Like, this is one of the things that frustrates him about people that like parse and use it as a negative against people is that he wants people to do the mechanics. 
like the damage will come so long as you keep doing mechanics now granted there are fights where there's a hard cap in amount of time that you have to finish yep. but it's in hopes that like in learning the mechanics you will see where your windows are to do damage so mm -hmm. i i kind of get like where the difference in playstyle comes in. Because I mean, you also had a lot of people who were knocking on 14 for having the 2.5 second GCD. Right. Like a lot of people were like, oh my God, that's so slow. And then you also have people that for some reason seem to think that like standard hits can be dodged as opposed to anything that leaves like a trail for you to visibly see that you need to move out of the way. Mm -hmm. Like I can't count the number of times where I've been into like either WAD or another like 24 man where the tank is constantly spinning as if they were trying to dodge the regular physical attacks and it's like you don't need to do that just just chill hold the boss yep. keep them keep them in one place move when you need to and you're good to go so i don't know like there's there's like a there's like a lot of i think overthinking of what's happening Correct. in some cases yep yeah i could definitely yeah um, I think what WoW lacks a lot of telegraphs too. Um, mm -hmm. so I think that that's something that the, that new players or player WoW refugees have to get used to, is that like you don't have to dodge. Like the the game will tell you for the most part when you need to not be hit by something. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you know it subverts your expectations when they create situations where it doesn't tell you. And um, if they and if they don't tell you in one way, they will tell you in another way. And Jack, you are right. You are the only person playing uh retail wow from this group because the game's bad um uh -oh. but, <laughs> and i also want to mention that it isn't necessarily all new players fault like that we have these experiences because there are plenty of current players who've been playing for a long time who do not do mechanics so it's definitely not just their fault no so, I, I'd, I'd agree with that i mean i mean looking at the people that are coming into uh the tower the current tower for the near raid I can't count the number of times where Hansel and Gretel are not kept apart at the start of uh. a phase. I mean, <laughs> Kala has been with me for like the past three runs where uh, multiple times per fight, they will be connected to each other and they will both be shielded up. And I'll tell I... you how many times they've introduced that mechanic of keeping things separated yeah. and like turned away from each other. Like mm -hmm. they've, they've given us so many chances to learn how to handle that mechanic and people still just don't get it yeah so, and i'm not saying that people need to watch a video or like need to study up to get it but mm, just pay a little bit of attention to the mechanics they yeah. they aren't they it's not like it's not like they're cascaded upon each other so it'd be one thing if it was like you needed to pull the boss here and have it face a certain way no you don't need to do that you just need to pull it to one side so that it doesn't you know sync up with its buddy simple as that um so there are telegraphs in wow but the, the the difference between wow and the difference between Final fantasy is that when the telegraph goes away that is when the quote-unquote ability hits is when the telegraph goes away unlike wow it's when the animation actually happens so i actually wiped my whole raid group because i did this so there was circles that we had to soak kind of like towers uh like in uh in uh, crystal tower and when the telegraph went away i moved and i shouldn't have because it doesn't it doesn't register that you were in there when the telegraph goes away. It registers when the animation goes off. So I think that's oh. what also they're looking at is they're looking at the animation versus the actual telegraph just going oh, away. Oh yeah. That's a fundamental difference. That'll get yeah. you killed a lot if you get yeah. that mixed up. So, and another thing is like, I'm not going to talk about this a lot. Obviously it's a Final Fantasy 14 stream. I would like to point out 
there's a lot of good actually in our retail. The rating, well, other than this one because this one's got it's a massive problem. So the rating is actually really good. It's very well designed. It's very fun. I like the multiple bosses. I like the trash. It feels like you're constantly moving versus Final Fantasy, where you just have one boss you're looking at for three hours every day for three weeks. Excuse me. This is a Final Fantasy XIV podcast, the critically acclaimed <laughs> MMORPG that includes the entire, with a free trial that includes the entirety of A Realm Reborn and the award-winning Heaven's Ward expansion up to level 60 with no restrictions on playtime. And we slander the opposition. Wow, I'm, bad. Final I'm Fantasy, pretty, good. I'm pretty Play sure everyone game. has that name by heart. Uh, but going back, I everything about Final Fantasy, I would say go for a while. The, the overworld content is so much better. The leveling is better. The story for sure is better because they don't know what the heck they're writing over there. They have a they have a new niche every week. Uh, but did any of you? Okay, so like I have to bring this up because this is like the most frustrating thing. Have you guys played WoW like in its early ages? Yes. I or, or like or like as... Warcraft or like Warcraft. Yeah, I played. TBC. Okay, so you know the Nathrazim, right? Were like the mm-hmm. servants of the Legion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Psych. They're not. They're actually servants of the freaking jailer or whatever, and it was like all the legion was like a whole ploy of like the jailer's plan. <laughs> yeah, a huge gotcha. Like, wow, that's bad. That's bad yeah. writing. That's it's bad really writing. bad. It's bad writing. They they like I don't know if you guys have seen. There's a rage video about how bad the lore is, and he like loses his mind during Final Fantasy stream. You can go watch it because it pretty much summarizes everyone who does lore videos on that game. <laughs> it's bad. Anyway, I'm done talking about WoW, but I. Just, Oh god, the writing is terrible. What about At the, the end of the day, enjoy your game. Yeah, what, what we're we not talking? we're not here to to crap Correct. on anybody's experience. What about music? Sorry. Um, the music in WoW, the music in Final Fantasy. Well, the music in WoW right now, but we can segue into music in Final Fantasy. Uh, right? so the music in the WoW, it's. Forgettable. Because... <laughs> okay. I was say, the fact that you... just came out. Yeah, the fact that you it, I didn't just... have an immediate response tells me how forgettable I, it is. Honestly, like if I were to go through every the new zone, the maw, the sanctum, there really isn't music. And, I, and I, I really mean that. It's just like it's just like the ominous sounds of like chains in the background when you're in a raid. It, it hmm. there really isn't any good overworld music. Or like good raid music, and honestly, and honestly, WoW has never really had that. It's it it's had some good fight music, but I can't really throughout all the expansions, I can't really think of any good, like amazing soundtracks. So you could I'm about to say you couldn't name a specific track like for the name, whereas it, we could just be like we could just all just say three two one to the edge, and it's like oh yeah, everybody yes. knows well, what that is. My, okay, well my memory my memory sucks. Um, but the only one I can't remember is the Ragnaros theme, which is very, which is like its freaking main title song. But that's like the only one. Hmm. Like BFA Legion, I played, I played Legion, I played BFA, I played Shadowlands. I cannot for the life of me remember a single song from any of them. Uh. And I feel bad because there's so much good like acting for one, like Laura Bailey. I love Laura Bailey, and the fact that. She's doing such a good job as Jaina, and they're just not at all doing good writing. It's so frustrating because her talents are so being wasted in that game. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, To the Edge, 14, or the next soundtrack in the 14 series is out on, uh, what was that, September 15th? Oh, so... the, the part two? 
Yeah. Yes, um, dude. Death Unto Dawn, which I've got mine pre-ordered. I'm also looking at other stuff to pre-order right now, actually. So right. I was looking at I was looking at the cookbook. I was looking at uh, what should I call it? What else was I looking at? Um, the encyclopedias are getting reprinted, but I I actually managed to pick those up from FanFest, so I don't need to get that. There's a poster book. There's uh, another reprinting of the art, the first art book. So there's a ton of stuff coming out soon. And you can actually go listen to the first half of the Shadowbringer soundtrack right now on Spotify. Wait, that's not the whole. Wait, the, that's not the whole soundtrack. No. no, no, that only carries you basically through the start of all E4. of. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so they the, so they are releasing the second part of that. I, I thought yeah, that, that yeah, that's I what's, that that's... was just the. I thought that was just the full release. No, 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 no. So that's what's out in two or in about three weeks' time will be the final part of the. Uh, Shadowbringer soundtrack. And there's, and there's a lot in there too. There you have the E8 soundtrack, which is one of my favorites. You know, I really hate that fight. I did that fight for so long. So the soundtrack's gonna be like PTSD, but it's a great soundtrack. You have the uh, Ruby Weapon soundtrack, which we all know is absolutely wonderful. To the Edge, obviously. Yes, yes I'm, I'm very happy that the uh, the vinyl set, the limited edition vinyl set that they were releasing for FanFest. Um, I'm very happy that I believe that comes with To the Edge on the disc. I may actually have to check that. I'm looking at the number of tracks. There's 84 tracks on Death Unto Dawn. And with, <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. Hey, Claude, with, how two, many... with two more bonus tracks. Hey, Claude, how many tracks are in Dragon Quest XI? Five. Five. five tracks. Yeah, there's five. I, I, he's been playing it, and like all I hear is the same overworld music. It's the same for like four hours. The, the city songs are the same. <laughs> and the game is like two hundred plus hours. <laughs> You're gonna be real sick of the song by the end of the two, game. I'm making it two hundred fifty because that's how much time I'm spending in the casino. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, what else am I looking forward to? God, all the near raid music is in here. Oh, Just give me, give me so all of this. I, I'm so excited about that. I've had a little bit of all of this. I've had a little bit of reverse emotions with Nier because I'm, I just started playing Nier Replicant. So like when I hear the music in Nier Replicant, I just immediately think of like the Nier raids, mm -hmm. and it's so good. By the way, Nier Replicant is fantastic. I haven't even beaten it yet, and it's great. Glad um, you're enjoying it. But I did, I did pre-order the cookbook. I'm very mm -hmm. excited about that because which it, one? Wait, the GameStop which... one or is the Square Enix one? Is there two different ones? Yes. There oh, is a no. huge difference. Sorry, oh my gosh, which one did you order? Stop, stop what you're doing right now and go look at GameStops. Okay, all right. Game, and uh, we're we're gonna loose. get we're gonna get your your live reaction to finding out about this thing. It's not gonna be like something where it's like more Japanese recipes and the square. No, 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 no. no okay. It's not content. It's not content. Oh, it's okay. Purely aesthetics. Ah, oh, gotcha. Oh, I'll that's see. so cute. What with this pie? With the, they got a paisa with a chef hat and like stickers. And then what, they got a Moogle and the thing on the back. What, that looks so cool. Sad. Right? They, they didn't. They didn't do a Namazu. I wanted a Namazu and a Chef hat. Whereas the Square Enix one, the one I actually pre-ordered, has this very basic like photograph front cover that you could see on any old cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just... Well, you can you can still cancel your order, can't you? Because they don't charge until. Right, but it's also my pre-order with the uh, uh, Encyclopedia Eorzea Volume mm. Two, so I'm not canceling oh. that. I'm just going to just look at. I'm just going to look at my cookbook whenever I do get it, and just call it a disappointment every time. 
You could have been so much more. Aww. Or cookbook. I laugh because um, when Matt and I were looking at the cookbook, um, I I I did not want to order from GameStop, but you know we were both looking at him like it's really, your what you said was you know it hit the, the. Was it the nail, the hammer, the, the, nail <laughs> on the hammer on the nail on the head? <laughs> yeah, you know, basically it is very basic. And then you just it it's it's a paisa with a chef's hat. I don't even like paisa, but it was so cute. I gotta look at this. <laughs> don't make the same mistake. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm probably am. Yeah. Yeah. If you if, listen, dear listener. Pre-order the GameStop one. I know that those words together inspire fear and 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 heartache. But pre-order this thing from GameStop because it's better. That is cute. It oh, is no. the thing, right? It's cute. Really cute. I, I actually like want like. Will they are they going to release that Chef Paisa like plush? Because that's obviously a photo of a plush. I will buy that. I'll buy that too. Give me that. <laughs> you need to stop throwing money at all this stuff. Never. I say as I. Bought the like two two hundred. I don't think it's two hundred dollars, but it was, like the hundred dollar figurine. Whoa, you bought it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you? Did yeah. It, it hasn't. No, it hasn't shipped yet. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't come to like October or something. No, the reason I bought it is because once those are gone, I'm pretty sure those are gone because I have yet to see Estinians come back or Ustolas. Well, I think they still have Ustolas in stock, but Estinians that has never come back. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I'm pretty sure once those are gone, they're gone. <laughs> both of those are on waitlist. Mm-hmm. The thing is, yeah. like, I, I I feel like Square Enix charges a little too much for the quality of the figures they deliver. Yes. Uh, I I disagree because the Astinian one, the Astinian one is, it's got great detail on it. Like, Do it's fantastic. It? No, I don't. I wish I did. Oh, okay. Well, like, I mean... I think I think he's like, talking about like once you actually get it in person in your hand, you're like mm, maybe this shouldn't have cost that much. True, like, I, I... Yes. midgard some more. So I've got I've got a I've got a cloud figure that I was like mm, this could have been done better, and then I have and then obviously the midgard some more statue from the Heavensward expansion I felt like was not as good as it could have been. I did see that about uh, the Omega statues. Some people were like the Omega statues weren't nearly they were good, but they're like it's not as good as the pictures that they had for them. Like I'm looking at the Ardbert figure right now, and his face like looks like a little too plasticky. Obviously, it's made out of plastic, but his face looks like a little too flat. I think for me, um, how dare you? That, He's that dead. Would have sold me on <laughs> slander the dead man. Yeah, slander um, the dead man like that. But uh, but but I, I get what you're saying, Jack. But I also get what um what Matt's saying. Yes, of course. Oh no, the Ronkin serpent's on on waitlist too. Well, I done goofed by not getting that one. Oh well, dude, it's it's hard, man. Like, it, like you have to really, really make a decision either within the day they're set for pre-order or like the next day. Otherwise, they're gonna be woof into the wind. Oh, Good I know. News. Good news, everyone. There is in fact a Paisa Chef plushie, and it is wearing the chef's hat, and it is in stock. Clark, oh. oh my lord! Will you stop <laughs> throwing so much money? We're gonna put all this stuff anyway. I'm gonna bring it. I'm, I'm going to put it on a shelf so that all of the girls I'm not bringing home can see it. Perfect. Oh, yep. Yeah, there it is. Thirty four ninety nine. Nice. And this is the book. <laughs> and adding to cart. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cal, Cal's already, Cal already had it. Well, no. Does it come with anything? I don't, I used, I don't even I think it comes watching. with a minion. Then I'm not getting it. Okay. I, that's, that, no, that's, it does. It actually it does. does. Wait, okay. shit. Okay. Oh yep. The, it, plushie the plushie also, also includes. includes. Item code. Yep. Yep. All right, I might get it then. For for what? What is the item? It's a furnishing. It's, so it's, it's the a furnishing. Stuffed, stuffed Paisa Chef indoor furnishing. Oh, look, Cal, the moment. Oh, you really? I thought the moment they said furnishing, you were already all over it. Well, it depends on what kind of furnishing. I'm kind of like the the lamp. Sure, I bought two of those. But uh, no, I'm not gonna get another. I I mean if if it were something worthwhile then yeah I'll yeah. get it. So but that I, is not. I want to talk about that. I know this isn't part of like our like list of things, but like designing a house in Final Fantasy 14 is really hard. I I always like I've been looking at my house for probably 2 months now cuz I want to redesign, redesign a little bit. I can't figure out what the heck to do with it. Mm. Cuz there's so many options and I my brain just like fries out. Kyle, what would you say is harder, redesigning the house or respecting your character to be a different race? Because you do both of those things at a regular interval. Very true. No, excuse yes. me, sir. I have not fixed the house in several months. Because mm, uh -huh. you keep changing your mind. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> so, but which one's harder? Not to mention you've done Oro and house. your sister. The house. The house. I guess because when you change, when you race change, you actually have a rather set de like design yeah. for your character in mind. So that actually makes a bit of sense. Yeah. yeah. Plus, like, I mean, go ahead. Plus, like whenever you like want to go online for like ideas, because that's what I did. Because I wanted like my the upload to look more like blacksmithy. When I looked mm -hmm. for ideas, I I was like, I don't know how in the world I'm ever gonna do this or get the money to do it because furnishings are very expensive. Well, you can get money from all the crafting stuff you do. Yeah. Oh. It, the who, housing who messed stuff around? Is... Uh, oh, go ahead. No, sorry. The housing stuff is is by far the hardest because there. If you decided to glitch things, if you decided to, yeah, no, and just trying to piece things together is is hard in certain layouts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's actually funny. So while pe people pay money to get carried in WoW, people pay money to get their house designed in Final Fantasy. Mm -hmm. It's a big market for people actually like recruiting people to design their house. I can't say I'm surprised by that. I'm not, not because it's it's good money. Like I talked to somebody and they made like six to eight million gil like every two weeks or something like that. Like that. Hmm. So Kala, which since you're the one that changes uh, race most often, did you try making a bunny boy with a benchmark? Yes, I did. Is he the cutest thing ever? Is he the cutest thing ever? And he can't wear a hat. <laughs> and he can't wear a hat. He can't. I. I don't wear helmets anyway, so. You, I, I don't know. I'm torn by like it's cute, and at the same time, some features are a little too girly for me. Wow, that's saying something. I think. Is it? Like, I, just hope they... I don't know. Go ahead. I just well, hope they don't have like the Elzen issues because the Elzen look kind of clunky. Sorry for an Elzen player, especially Rayo. 
But like elves and just look really clunky. No 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 as bad as male raw. Yeah. Have you I mean have you seen him run? Have you seen him run? They look like they're running place. It's not hey, I will I will defend those two though until male Hrothgar get their back unhunched. By the way. Anybody who's listening, Hunchback is a terrible design for a character. It never looks good. It didn't look good in WoW. It doesn't look good with Hrothgar. It doesn't look good. People need to stop adding it into the game. I was so mad because I wanted to play a Hrothgar so bad, and then they had this stupid Hunchback. Oh! That's my ramp. <laughs> I, I, oh. Well, I've played a Makote. A male Makote with the exact same design, hair yep. color, everything, since beta. I made him in the beta of 2.0, and I've ridden him all this way. The only thing that I changed, the only thing that I have changed was once I was able to get the snow haircut with the bandana, he's worn that ever since. That's it. He's been this, that same cat boy. But it's time. And with Cal's help, I have crafted the perfect man bun and i'm very excited to unveil him and it might even come with a name change too so wow it's on the table table. i'm gonna so yeah i've been thinking about that too so make it fun of me well it's because you keep copying me and so i'm (laughs) i'm very excited to unveil my man bun to the world and kala helped me create the perfect man bun we literally swooned once we saw this man with a collar and we're like whoo Oh my goodness. So we need, need an applause. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and so so I, I'm very excited about Man Bun and I cannot wait to like it's I'm gonna I'm gonna make that change before I do anything in Endwalker. Literally it's gonna be the first thing I do. Make sure you yeah, to do it, you wanna make sure you use the Fantasia before you log out and then log out somewhere like way out of the way, like somewhere like Rogers Reach, something like that. Where, like, nobody Why? goes. Because, uh, because of the queue and lag. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you log in, if you log out in Limsa Lamenta, good luck. Because <laughs> I guarantee it will take you forever to get back in. Oh, okay. That's fair. Matt, have you made a man bun? I have not. In fact, I actually... Confessions time. I haven't even run the benchmark yet. <gasps> oh my gosh. You haven't seen all the cool stuff. Is it because you're in the mid of a build? It's not because I'm in the mid of a build, no. Um, I'm sticking with everything that I've got in it right now. It's just a matter of time. I just haven't had the time to go and unzip it and run it and then futz around with the character creator because it's like I'm more interested in getting my jobs leveled. I'm more interested in like just running, learning these jobs a bit more and just trying to get a better sense of how to play the game that I've been playing for 10 years now. But even better. Yeah. Well, that Amaro Mount, man. It's great. Yeah. That song for the Amaro Mount is fantastic. Oh, I bet it's heartbreaking, too. It is very heartbreaking. <laughs> it's probably, honestly, one of the best Mount musics like I've heard. Other than, obviously, the new Cruise Chaser. I'll about to say, like, what? Better than the Cruise Chaser? Well, that's a, that's a whole different bag of cats we have to open at some point. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's a we'll we'll save that. Day. We'll save that for another episode. Yeah. And with that, I think we can bring this first inaugural episode of Crystal Tower Radio to a close.
You can follow us on Twitter uh, at CTR Radio XIV. Um, if you want to email us, you can email us at ctrradioxiv at gmail.com. And yeah, this this is the end. So say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone.